Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Caffeine Before Bed. I'm your host, Jackson Lecce, and this week I have Andrew back on the show. Andrew, say hi. Hello, everyone. So this week I wanted to do a little bit of more of a conceptual thing. Andrew and I have done a, a couple more heady things in the past, and I think that's that's kind of fun to talk about. So this week I want to talk about inspiration and elevation. So it's a... What? Say it out loud. <laughs> We're in the same room. We'll just get out there. Elevation? Elevation. Sorry, emulation. Thank you. So inspiration and emulation. So things that inspire and emulate. So for those of you keeping track at home, uh, I Andrew is my younger brother. So there's a bit of inspiration emulation that goes on both ways and so i think that's where we'll start from and we can kind of take the conversation wherever it happens to go uh but just to start i am the eldest so i i pave the way and i do things frequently wrong as is the the lovely privilege and gift of being the older brother but even so as i'm paving the way there are things, of course, that I do poorly that you do well or you do differently or you're successful in certain ways that I am inspired by. And so inspiration isn't just this warm, fuzzy feeling, but I would argue that it is this, it's not exactly motivation, but it's the push to yeah, improve an, or be better. inclination towards action. Right. And so what was really cool is you graduated two months ago now. Something like that? One, one, one month, one right, month. yes. One month. See, time flies. They grow up so fast. But when you were up there, and you graduated, you're doing all these things, giving your speech, he was salutatorian. He, oh, salutatorian. salutatorian. Because I didn't, even, I didn't even get salutatorian by myself. Because at the 4.0 level, when half of your class has 4.0s, you know, there's no, not really any farther up to go. But when you're up there, and you're, you were giving your speech, first of all, I thought, wow, you've come so far from the little kid that would cry in front of, you know, doing a poem in, in front of your family, and now you're out here in front of 300 people giving your speech. I was, I was really proud of you for that. But it was also like, man, he actually did something. Now I have to get off my butt, and I have to go do something. Because, you know, there's the inspiration, but there's also the sibling competitiveness. Okay. So what, what exactly do you mean by emulation? So define kind of that concept for us. So emulation is, it's like the the childhood hero kind of thing, where you see this thing, you're like, oh, there's this action that I can take, whatever it is, and then you try to be like that. And I think that it's, this has happened a lot to me, particularly because I didn't grow up with a whole lot of friends. Uh, I would see something cool or so, something that was interesting, and that, or somebody who had a cool personality trait, or there's this little quirk thing. And I would incorporate that because it was that's more of the emulation, and that can go a bunch of different ways. But it's because because you look up to someone or something. So I want to know first, just start generally with some some things that are inspirational to you in in where you are now. Mm. Well, I would say that I guess some of, some of the inspirations are just generally people who go out and, I mean, I know this sounds kind of lame, but go out and do hard things, Go people who go out and challenge themselves and push themselves in whatever area they're in, because I see that I have potential in some areas, and seeing other people who 
also push themselves to their limits in whatever aspect or activity or uh, study that they're pursuing. It's just a big, you know, motivator for me to also see, oh, hey, I can also, you know, push myself to my limits and see how far I can go as well. So for you, it's this pursuit of excellence that's really inspiring? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So is there anyone that comes to mind particularly that you emulate, maybe not, you know, to the letter, but more conceptually in their mindset? Because that seemed to be more of what you were getting at. Not, there's no one really in particular, especially as I enjoy and want to pursue so many different things that it's kind of like I see, like you were talking about earlier with an aspect of this person or a trait of that person. It's like, I see this person in this field. So it's genre specific. It's, it's yeah, it's focused on the activity or the pursuit itself. So give us an example. So like, uh, for instance, Alex Honnold in rock climbing, you know, he is, he's at, he is the peak rock climber, um, as of now, really into, in the community. And, um, so he's a big, you know, uh, person that, oh, he's really pursued excellence and, you know, kind of in perfected his craft. It's for me, it's all about the people who have kind of perfected their craft. So, uh, you know, along with the other 4 billion people who watch soccer, you know, Messi, uh, definitely perfected his craft. There's obviously I'm not going to reach that level at this point, but there's there's excellence that I can pursue there. I have you know friends who are further along in the college experience and they're working in a field of study and they're enjoying it and they're pursuing it well and they're and I'm seeing their the results from that and where they're going, and so I am also looking at that and being like, oh well, I can also I can also reach that level of uh, that skill. Fair enough. It's it does really seem to be for you more of a concept, and anyone that embodies that concept of of the excellence or that pursuit of excellence seems to be kind of what you're more aiming towards. Mm -hmm. What about for you? Is it still conceptual, or is it a little more concrete? I think it's at my stage of life where I'm coming out into my own into the world. I still have one year left of university at the time of recording, but it's that idea of what do I do now? And so that's kind of the thought that's that's gone into a lot of my work and what what I'm currently kind of processing as a young adult is where do I go from here? And so what is really inspiring to me is I'm built more as a storyteller. And so that's just fascinating to me. People that tell stories and do it well. So this this last weekend, we went to a, a family camp for our church. So it was kind of a church retreat. And we had a speaker come, Jason Farley, who is the co-founder of Lore, uh, Lore Studios, Lore Entertainment. TV. Lore TV, thank you. Um, and they're doing great work. But he, I got to talk with him a little bit one-on-one and a, a bit in the Q&A. And we talked about storytelling. And it was really fascinating to see how he thought because as a storyteller especially as a creative and our church has a lot of engineers which is kind of funny that all these engineers are having creative kids uh, or analytical minds at least and so it was really fun to see somebody and talk with somebody who thinks like I do and so he recommended to me a podcast uh, that I forget the name of off the top of my head but it's when they're just talking about story and going through story building and what makes a good story. And that is, 
I, th- I find that inspiring because as a storyteller, as somebody who thinks like that, thinks in terms of story, uh, that's, that makes me want to go out and do it. And it is inspiring to action, like you said in the definition, but it's also, these guys are much better than me. I made one terrible book that has since been purged as far as I can help it <laughs> uh, from the annals of history. Um, and then, you know, I'm trying to work on something better and a story that I think is, I think it's a brilliant story and I don't have the ability to tell it as it deserves right now. And so it's inspiring to see these guys who have that skill and say, Hey, they have the skill. And I, one day I hope I can be like them and be able to give the story the justice it deserves. So again, it's, it's still pursuit. It's still excellence in seeing others excellence and, and then in turn wanting to emulate that and, and seeing their their greatness and skill and their uh, craftsmanship and wanting to mimic that in a way. But isn't that... So here's an, here's an interesting question. Isn't that always what inspiration is? Isn't inspiration always born from a position of excellence? From a position of excellence? Right. Something that is inspiring is more often from excellence rather than from... Or it's, it's from some sort of struggle into excellence. That's what's inspiring. Well, yeah, because there's no, because the whole, the idea of, or at least how we're defining it right now, the idea of inspiration is, uh, is it's basically a, a loftier position that we want to reach in whatever area it may be, whether writing or athletics or, or so on and so forth. And so, of course, it's going to be excellence because to reach a higher level, it requires more accuracy and in, in that given field, more accuracy, more precision, uh, more you know, storytelling, craftsmanship, be it what it may. But yeah, I think it has to be, it has to be in regards to excellence. So then does, do you think that you can inspire people from not a place of mediocrity, but while you're not at excellence yet, you're still on the path. Do you think that it can be inspiring or well, do you have to do it from a position of excellence? Well, so if you are the one inspiring, you are in a position of excellence relative to the people you are inspiring. But what if you're not quite excellent? What if you're pretty good? Right. You may be pretty good, but compared to the people you are inspiring, you are excellent. So, because they would not feel inspiration if they were on your same level. So then can, oh, here's a, then what can somebody, wow, that was a whole lot of word soup. Uh, can somebody who's better than me at whatever it is, can they be inspired by my efforts? Not in the exact same, not in the exact same way that you would be inspired by them. Because they have, because the way you would be inspired by them is to reach their level, right? Right. The way they would be inspired by you would be in a different direction that they have missed in their climb. Oh, so so then you're saying so interesting. So then it's more like a they are inspired by your effort, not by where you are in the skill tree, essentially. Right. Because because compared because if inspiration is is if you're on the low end of inspiration, if that is pursuing excellence, then someone above you cannot have that same type of inspiration because they're in above you in so, terms of skill. Interesting. So it would be more like a creative push than it would be direct, quote unquote, inspiration. So could so then interesting. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. So then but then there's always in not inspiration, emulation, even if 
Because we're always synthesizing how we see the world and our world and putting little bits of it into us, whether it's something we heard that we then that shapes just a facet of how we see life or just a little saying that we that we go around saying because somebody else said it. So then there's always going to be bits of emulation. Where do you think somebody that has inspired you? Where do you think some some part of that has filtered into your life i mean where has some inspiration trickled into emulation in my life yeah i mean just about everything you do especially in your younger years is going to be emulation from inspiration I mean, sure just to, give an example though like i mean your dad as you know as he the way he you know the way he treats you as you're growing up the way he you know works at his job that you know the diligence and sacrifice that he puts in that's definitely um an inspiration that hopefully trickles into emulation in your own situation. Um, but again, with especially um, boys as they're younger, as athletes, especially if you watch sports, or even if you're on the sports field and you see the older kids playing, you know, there's a lot of inspiration that tr- turns into emulation because you, you see how the older kids play or you see how the professionals play and you try to you try to emulate that, you try to mimic that in your own in your own style because you know it works for them because, well, they're playing at a higher level than you. So there's... You know, there's a lot of, especially at a younger age, because your brain's still growing, you're still developing at a much larger rate than you do when you're older. There's going to be a lot more emulation in all areas. Interesting. Do you think you've gotten inspired and emulated also by fictional things? Or is it mostly just real life? Do you do you separate the inspirations like, yeah, that's cool and they're at a higher level, but it's not real, so it doesn't really affect me? Or does it affect you to a different degree? Fiction, yeah, fictionally, I wouldn't say I get a whole lot of inspiration from because the reason I'm inspired or and try to emulate what's real is I know it's achievable on some level or another. Someone has achieved it because it's real and I can see it happening. And so when it's fictional, I don't actually, it's much more abstract, whether it may be a concrete, you know, action that they are taking, but in terms of actual reality, I don't know how, you know, concrete that possibility is. And so I draw a lot less inspiration from that. Interesting. Cause I was, I especially, was... In, especially in terms of concrete skills, like in terms of character, there are, you know, there are character traits or, you know, behaviors that, and you can be inspired by an attempt to emulate because um, characters are made up by the author to behave in certain ways. And so that can be a character can be created who is definitely worth um, emulating. But in terms of, you know, in abstract, uh, more behavior types, but in terms of actual skill and um, applicable action, there's a lot less inspiration I gain and emulation from fictional characters. Interesting. So you're, you? yeah. So, well, I don't know because I think of, I kind of distill the actions into more conceptual things. So you're talking that there's this character that is that you don't take the the concrete from, like what they do, but more of their character behind it, the character behind the character, if you will. And so I would say. That makes sense, but I would also say that there are, at least for me, I would emulate and be inspired by the actions in a different way because they stem from character. 
So they're like, I will never be a swordsman in the same way Aragorn from Lord of the Rings is, but I can be inspired by the way he seeks to fight for and protect uh, the people around him. And so, you know, I'm never going to have a, a long sword and I'm never going to be, well, probably not. And I'm probably not going to be chopping heads off with it, but it's that's the, ins the inspiration behind it would be the, the valiance that is shown through it. And so I don't know if that's exactly what you're getting at, but I would say that that's kind of the inspiration that I get, that I get from fictional things. And I agree. It's a bit different, hmm. but interesting. But yeah. <clears throat> So then to wrap it wrap it all kind of up here, there we've figured out the types of inspiration and where they come from and who kind of inspires us. And so what would you like to inspire people to do? If people looked at you, Andrew, and said, he inspires me to blank, what would that have what would you inspire people to do or to be? I would, uh, well, I would say that's a hard question, but it's really not. Uh, I would say that I would like to inspire others to go out and try everything uh, to their be to the best of their abilities. Not just dabble, but to invest in everything you can at a and try to you know see how well you can do. Try to be good at every get good at everything you do. To put it kind of bluntly, it's like if you try something, we'll try it and then. As long as it's still feasible to continue trying it, continue trying it so you're good at it and get good at everything you can. So just basically inspiring others to, you know, keep keep pushing at uh, excellence in all areas, whether or not they really um, are trying to pursue that as a career or an official hobby or whatever. Even if they don't particularly enjoy it. Yeah, because that because then that fosters discipline and. In this day and age, uh, people, especially people our age, need a lot more discipline uh, in their behaviors and what they what they choose to do and how they pursue things. So, if I can inspire people to, you know, try things even if it's not necessarily the most favorable, um, and stick with discipline and consistency, then that that would definitely have a positive impact. So, what about you? What what would you like to impact others with? If I was going to say something, I would impact others with. Well, it would be with my stories right but how would you like to impact them like what would i like to impact them to i would like to impact people towards i think it's i think it's a kind of multifaceted i would say th that i would like to uh inspire people towards boldness of character because it's really interesting going to school in canada um, and there's all the stereotypes of of canadians apologizing for everything and sometimes it's true and sometimes it isn't. But the biggest thing that I've noticed up there is there is a dist and it might just be a, a modern culture thing, not even just Canadian, but it I don't know. But having a confidence and boldness about who you are and what you believe is so lost. And I think especially for Christians who we we've already won there should be this sense of confidence and boldness that we walk around with and and yet we don't have that mm -hmm. and so that's probably the main thing the other thing i would say is to be creative 
and that's a very broad thing, very general and kind of cliche. But the point with that is in such, and you might have heard this before, but in such a consumerist society, there is such value to creating good things because you can whip up a TikTok video in 35 seconds. It's not difficult to create things, but to create good, thoughtful, meaningful, valuable things is an invaluable skill and one that's looked highly upon. And so those would be the two things. One is more of a uh, cultural societal thing and one is a more um, kind of personal thing. And so I would say be bold in who you are and what you believe and go out there and make good stuff. Fair enough. And so with that, it's time to end. Thank you all so much for watching. Andrew, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And have a good night.